On this week's edition of Out of Bounds, we will discuss whether or not the NFL has figured out Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots won a sloppy game against the Buffalo Bills last night. Has Belichick proven that he can win without Tom Brady? And who is the current front runner for MVP in the NBA? We'll go through all of this and more on this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast. Hey, the big three is back in full effect. Welcome to episode 28 of the Out of Bounds podcast. I go by the name of the Delta Fashionisto. And here alongside me is the rest of my big three. We got the man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan Wilkins. And last but certainly not least, we got our young guy, Mr. Noel Austin, a.k.a. Third Eye, a.k.a. Mr. Euro Step to your girl. What other nickname you got for this week? Now, nah, we had to let me change it. My girl got mad. It's your step to my girl, not to anybody else's girl. Oh, she got mad. So it's confirmed. You're seeing somebody. Oh, she's out here with your step. Breaking news. Ones. So Breaking news, out of bounds fans. If you're a youngin' between the ages of, she didn't know. I'll say about 18 to 23. I got no Austin. He's officially off the market. So, congratulations. Hey, congratulations. Hey, 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 hey. What, congratulations. What, what just don't get no tattoos. Just don't get no tattoos. You're still good. Just don't get no tattoos. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not that far gone. I'm not there yet. I'm not. Oh, no. I'm sure. I'm not getting no tattoos. Did a while ago, you talk about getting shorty name on your fitness or some shit? Getting there and brought it? Yeah. That's the closest I'll probably do to something to that. That would be hard. Like that's hard. Like I don't I mean, like a Braves fitted because I'm in Atlanta. Like if I get a Braves yeah, fitted, I, I was I mean, about like, to say that. That sounds like some Atlanta there shit. You know. like that. But you know, shout out to Atlanta. You know, that's the home team for true. Yeah, like, I can do that. Yeah, but how how you guys been feeling, man? Like this is our first episode back together about what three weeks. So how's everybody feeling? Two weeks of busy, man. Just busy, man. Y'all already know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I got to know the young blood. Yeah, dude, almost over. It's almost over, man. It's almost over. How many man, more? I graduate next go? semester, man. I'm trying to finish. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here. My man's, like, I, my man's like, I hate it here. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> like Jada Smith like and um, fucking Karate Kid. Basically, yeah. it has its moments. It definitely has its moments. Like, just I had to. I had two projects due last night and three exams to do yesterday, all due in the same day. It was not fun. Didn't enjoy one bit of it. You procrastinated. Not my I, uh, man. No, I didn't. The thing is, I did it. <laughs> That's the thing. I did it. Like, it was just so it much in one day. I was like, and I did kind of. Wait, hold on. It's I did kind of. Know, I it's kind of <laughs> I mean, I, I still podcast. I probably shouldn't be saying this for those that's you know checking us out and our old email responses too. But I be podcasting like a motherfucker too. So 
I feel you, bro. Sometimes you just need to just. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, BET, Rock, uh, Rockefeller Nation. If you watching all this, we we. Wait, that's not true. Oh, we answer. BET, that's not true. I'm an nah. upstanding, upstanding this... employee. Yes, <laughs> we is <laughs> unfunctional here. <laughs> they, they they talking for them. You know, they tried not to fuck up the bag. But I remember when I got an email when we got the BT awards, and I ain't just like. <laughs> no, he, he lost his this password. Still continues to innovation. Uh, invitations. I will never forget. That's one thing about like that's one thing what Dale has done. It's like dog. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> it just can't, bro. It's like yeah, you know, the homies forgot, ready to right? go and stuff like just that. Forgot, like, you know, it was like bro, come on. Is he, this bro, is why I would literally if you would have told me, I literally on the next plane to LAX, like literally the next day. I was like, all right, LAX. Bro, I I know it's like the day after. I'm like, damn. <laughs> but you know, but you know, I keep sending those emails over, man. You know, like if you want Trevor coaches that be out there cover these events, you know, I got my young guys here, Donnie and Noah, man. They're very talented journalists, so they gotta, you know, build up their name and get that cloud as well. So, um, yeah, up. do not do not let my mishaps, you know. Um, lead you to think that true ever culture runs a sloppy shop. It's just that life just gets in the way of things sometimes. But um, speaking of life getting in the way of things, let's get into the best and worst for week 13 in the NFL. That was not a smooth segue, but it is what it is, you know. So, as we. <laughs> you know, as for me, man, best and worst from week 13 in the NFL. I want to start with the bad first. The bad has to be my Baltimore Ravens, man. Uh, yeah. Lamar Lamar Jackson had another subpar performance. Um, the Baltimore we lost twenty nineteen against the Pittsburgh Steelers, our division rival, and a key pivotal game. You saying Lamar Jackson worse than um Teddy Bridgewater this year? I mean, uh, this uh. This past week, nobody really cared about the Broncos, bro. Like, 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 like where no, they go? If, if you're not in Denver, no one cares about the Broncos. I don't no, even I think care. people in Denver care about the Broncos since no, 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 uh, that's uh, not Peyton true. Manning left. That's not true. They definitely care. <laughs> I, don't they definitely this, care. I don't think the city of Denver cares. Denver, though, no, no shade to Denver. If you're from Denver, you watch it. But what do Denver really have, you know, besides the Denver Broncos, the Denver Nuggets, and South Park? Um, shows based on I mean, they were okay. the first uh, state to legalize uh, cannabis, yeah. and um, Here it's like this, a this smart nigga uh, a billion dollar industry over there right now. So they making money. Smart ass. But touche, touche, touche. But um, nah, man. But for me, it's definitely the Baltimore Ravens. Not so much for the fact that we lost; it's how we lost. Uh, we went for the two point conversion attempt, try to win the game. I don't fault the decision in retros in hindsight now because, due to the fact that Marlon Humphrey, our All Pro cornerback, out for the season, and then we have injuries to the offensive line. You know, the mm-hmm. Ravens we're just banged up. We got like twenty two players on IR this season. But yet we're still in first place in the AFC North. Doing but, something right. But our schedule is brutal, man. Like we got the Cleveland Browns coming. We got the Green Bay Packers, the LA Rams. So 
it's gonna be kind of hard for for my boys to you know to get these doves, but um. I gotta go with them as my worst of the week due to the fact that Lamar Jackson seems to have regressed big time. I remember everybody saw about him possibly being like the MVP this year after the Colts Monday night game, but ever since that game, he's just been subpar. And the whole offense has just been static. We have gone five consecutive games without scoring over 20 points. So yeah, I mean it is I, I still think regardless of their uh recognition or their immediate attention, um Teddy Bridgewater shit the bed. Um, that that's going to be my worst of the week. Um, my best of the week. Obviously, I'm biased when I say this, but Tom Brady or Gardner Minshew. Hope I, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Gardner Minshew. 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 Dude through Minshew. <laughs> 20 uh, passes out of 25, all complete, two touchdowns. Uh, it took two sacks. But um, dude out there, the one thing about Philadelphia is we can always expect with our uh, football team is we can always expect some sort of QB controversy every single year. The, the city is loving this guy, and now it's – I don't know, man. And now they're talking about drafting another quarterback next. Uh, this uh, draft coming up when there's nobody available, and it's um, no, no. There's gonna be talent available in the first round. Can he pick it? They, I mean, if it, it's looking like Carson Wentz is going to finish out the um the requirement of for that uh, conditional uh first round pick, yeah, so it's looking like pick. yeah, so it's looking like we're going to have three. Uh, first round picks, which is great, but the bad news is we has we have Howie Roseman still in that uh, position. So I'm hoping this dude. I'm just hoping he gives us something. Give us a win. See, see when you're when you're an Eagles fan or a Philly fan in general, all you can do is hope. <laughs> like, yeah, like, bro, I mean, this, this is the main thing. Like, hope is like the key word when it comes down to Philadelphia sports right now. Like you gotta hope, like you gotta hope they could trade Ben Simmons. You gotta hope that, that no, we're, we're definitely to going to trade Ben Simmons. And if I mean that's when, that's that's NBA, but I'm just saying no. Before he hold out, no. Between two years old before Ben Simmons gets traded, it's looking like my birthday is literally next week. <laughs> my birthday is really next Tuesday. We've been talking about this shit since the summer. Look, I mean, we he's really now, and so far he's proven right because there's looking to be a bunch of talent that's going to be looking to leave. So, and the thing is, Ben Simmons is. I know we're not talking about the NBA. He's in a bad predicament because there's a lot of rookies in the G League that are hooping, and they yeah. need a guard. Which the NBA has an influx of guards in the G League. His job is a uh, good as gone in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You can get Maxi, you know, Sharif Cooper's in the G League, uh, James Booknight. Like, there's a lot of kids that are guards in the G League that are and really right young. Now. I mean, Ben Simmons really is still young, young, but 25. Mac, man. Mac, I mean, Mac McClung just dropped, what, 27 and 5 last night? And he playing for the Lakers G League affiliate? Like, bro, like. There's an influx of guards. So Ben Simmons is going to have to look at the market like, dog, you 
careful because these young kids shoot up. Yeah, you better do something up. Yeah, there's definitely an influx of guards right now in the NBA and the G League, but I could kind of get where Donnie's coming from when it comes down to like quarterbacks because there's not really that much of an influx of quarterbacks in this upcoming NFL draft class. Yeah, I brought that back together. As like we got Sam Howell, the kid from North Carolina. We got Kenny Pickett from Pitt. I'm not sure if um Spencer Riddler, the the kid from Oklahoma, is coming back or is, not. Uh, is Bryce, He's Mr. Rattlers. Is he going in this? Uh, Bryce Young is a sophomore. Bryce Young is a as a freshman. I'm Bryce Young is a okay. Okay. I like I like the sophomore. I think he's wait. Hold on, let me check. I, I could I, I, I like just, a, a yeah, I, I mean, I really haven't because I've been trying to get into like college football a lot more. But God damn, there's so many names, and. I mean, bro, you gotta pay attention to like, giving your team because y'all got all these draft picks coming up. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just hope we draft somebody. Yeah, good. you right now. He's a sophomore. Okay, sophomore. So, it's... like I said, the, the Eagles have an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, so we'll say that the, your worst of the week is Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos. So are you saying that your best of the week is Gardner Minshew and the Eagles? Uh, Gardner Minshew and uh, Tom Brady, obviously. Okay, so Gardner Minshew is your best, is your cold best of the week because yeah. he had a good game against the New York, the sorry ass New York Jets. I mean, a good game is a good game. When's the last Not time really? he played a snap? Uh, what, like two years ago or something? Last year. Last year. He was the Jaguars quarterback just last year. Yeah, and he 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 had a hot start. He had a hot start. All right, so you say that there's a QB controversy brewing in Philadelphia, Donnie? It's looking like it. It it just happens every single year. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm looking at the subreddits and the, and people are saying, "Yo, start this dude. Like, let um Jalen Hurts sit." And now there's reports saying that um. The Eagles are looking at a QB. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, pick somebody and like stick with them. And like, fuck. Man. I, I mean, I mean, you can say that about Philadelphia sports in general. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I digress. I digress. It's, it's Noel's turn now. It's Noel's yeah, turn. Yeah, please. Now. So, no, it's your best and worst for week 13 in the NFL. Yes, I can hear it. Oh, okay. I can hear it. Wi-Fi situation, but yeah. um, best and Studio worst coming soon. this week. I didn't watch much, but um, I didn't watch much. I was studying, but the stuff that I did see, I think worst would I'm excited this week because I remember. I think it's every year the Ravens are you know, Lamar Jackson and, you know, they're going to be the top of the conference. And it's just like, we go through the whole debacle every year. And I don't know. I just, you always are disappointed. I feel like being a Ravens fan, you have these high hopes and then you're kind of here every year. And you get Welcome to this kind of like, like the stages of grief. This is the stage of being a Ravens fan. Of like, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. We'll probably make the playoffs. Okay, we just want to win a game. Oh, like it's just the these stages out, of <laughs> different levels right. of grief. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> exactly. They, they started so, out hot. like I, I don't know what lose. happened. Like you talking about the Ravens? No, the, no, we started yeah. bad. Like, bro, we barely beat Detroit. First yeah, we were of all. terrible. 
it took a it took a record field goal kick for Justin Tuck from Justin Tuck for us to beat the Detroit Lions, who just won their first game. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm thinking past of the Patriots. Uh, I'm the Patriots thing. I got it mixed up. No, but, uh, the, yeah, the, the Ravens are no, no Christmas hard. The Patriots didn't start off good either. No, they saw like two or four. So they did I'm not just, start out good. Yo, your Stephen so, A. Bro, are your no cards yeah. not good, bro? Like, <laughs> no, nah, yeah. Yo, his Stephen A. Smith should make him a stick out your notes. My notes, man. Look, <laughs> can't read my own handwriting. My Yo, man, who sabotaged your notes, bro? <laughs> but no, nah, I would say my, my, my man talking about his Madden franchise mode instead of the real shit. That could have been. That could have been. Although I'm losing there, so. God damn. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I would say the worst. The worst was the Ravens, but I think the I think the best I think the Rams won, but I think the best for me I think is Odell Beckham, and I think I think I said Odell Beckham just because um, he wasn't getting playing time and how that happened, and I could definitely tell like he's in LA, he caught some touchdown passes, he had the most I think the most goaded celebration ever when he did the call of duty he had to revive himself that was hard um yeah i think that my bet i i just like seeing obj flourish he's getting back into the group of things so to me from what i saw last week i would say obj and the rams and then I forgot who they played they played the jaguars the jaguars, they the won. jaguars. yeah yeah shout out to o- <laughs> so shout yeah the rams yeah, shout out to OBJ, you know, because everyone was saying he still he ain't got it. And uh, you know, he's probably yeah. gonna prove him wrong. So shout out to OBJ, shout out to the Rams. Oh, that's well, that's so probably my what is he? Uh 28, 27? 28 about to be 29. He's 28. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Damn, he don't be 30. He really almost gonna be 30. Damn, bro. You say that like <laughs> I mean about to be 30. Like that yesterday, that fucking nah, because it's just like I remember it. It's just wild because I remember when OBJ was like a rookie. Like, I remember when I was in high school, he was a rookie, and like he made the cat. I and that's wild. He's like, Oh, yeah, he's about to be 30, like 29, almost 30. Whoa, that I don't know. That concept of time is still wild to me. As for me, like, I only start off with my worst of the week, which is the Ravens, you know, but um. As for my best of the week, my best of the week is actually the New England Patriots because how the hell you win a football game where you only do the ball just three times? the ball. I mean, that's a really good way. They only threw the ball three times. Mac Jones was two for three, threw for 19 yards, and they ran the ball 34, 38. They ran the ball like, like 47 times, if I'm not mistaken. Because I know Rashad Cease had 24 carries. Damian Harris had 10 carries for 111 yards of the TD. Brandon Bolden had four carries. So that's already 38 carries right there. Nelson makes, Aguilar had a carry. Kendrick it makes Moore me wonder carry. why um, Belichick decided to pull that. 45. Like that was, that was just... I mean, they had no choice due to the weather um, conditions in Buffalo, which I do not consider to be a part of New York. But that's a story for another day. But – um. The wind conditions in Buffalo was just terrible. So, it, nope, you really couldn't throw the ball. Like, you literally couldn't throw the ball. Even though the Buffalo Bills, they forced it. They threw the ball 30 times. Josh, Josh Allen, 15 to 30 for 145 yards in the touchdown. He had an eye game. But um, 
yeah, man, the Patriots, they basically play old school 1940s football and they won 14 and 10. So <laughs> that's the shit I used to do on fucking Madden, man. Just run the ball before I even knew how to throw. You were one of those players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know how to throw. Yeah. I was also one of those players. You start motherfucker that run full back die all the time. <laughs> No, but I was uh, the only play that I was no, ever on consistently was engage eight. Before I even knew how to play defense, only play engage. Engage engage eight is a stack the box against the run. Exactly. Yeah. But all you gotta do is just throw. All you gotta do is just throw the ball up the top and then exactly. You read play action. You read the play action. Throw it over the top. Either I was playing with people who tr- were trash, or they just allowed me to win because that won me a couple of games. We gotta get, we gotta do an out of bounds yeah. Madden tournament on Twitch. We gotta do that because I got because Donnie, no, no disrespect, but <laughs> yo, you look like you would we do some, some dumb shit. <laughs> we got it. You heard it here first, guys. Out of bounds. Um, you like the type of motherfucker to punt the ball third down just to see what would happen. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna. You know you did that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the type to punt the ball third down. <laughs> Look, man, there's a method to my madness. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, man, but um. That's if a best and worst from week 13 in NFL. We're curious to know, like, what are your best and worst from week 13 in NFL? There's definitely a lot to cover. You know, the Detroit Lions, obviously, they got their first win, so that could be great for Lions fans. John DeTaylor is <laughs> still killing it. <laughs> I know, right? John DeTaylor is still killing it for the Colts. You know, Tom Brady balled out. Kansas City cheese. Even though Mahomes ain't playing all that well, but they look like they back up and running. They're at the top of the AFC West. So there's plenty of bets, plenty of words from weeks on 13 in the NFL. Leave your thoughts and comments down below. We'll definitely love to check them out and debate you guys. Well, at least I know I would, you know, because I love conversing with the Tuck fam that support the channel and all that. But um, speaking of support, let's talk about Another weird story. Let's talk about surprising NBA storylines. Because I'll tell you this much. There's some teams in the NBA, some players rather, that needs a whole lot of support right now. One of the players that definitely needs support, I'll say, is Kemba Walker. You know, obviously, at the the top, I was able to bring that back together. You know, at the last time that we was all together, Kemba Walker. (laughs) Yeah, Kemba Walker, a multi-time All-Star. A dude that's averaged over 20 points per game consistently with the Charlotte Hornets, the Boston Celtics. That Kemba Walker, the dude that the Knicks signed this offseason for, I believe, a three-year, $30 million deal, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, My panelists or guys, you know, that's commented on one of these videos uploaded. That Kemba Walker is out of the rotation, and Alec Burks is the starting point guard for the New York Knicks. So that's not surprising enough. On the West Coast, you got the Los Angeles Lakers, 12 and 12. And let's talk about maybe Frank Vogel being on the hot seat as head coach of the Lakers. The Frank Vogel that led the Lakers to the NBA championship during the, the Disney bubble when we was under <laughs> lockdown. So the Walt Disney NBA champion, Los Angeles Lakers head coach, Frank Vogel, is on the hot seat. And then we have talks about 
Demontis Sabonis of the Indian Pacers being on the trade block. And then we have the Charlotte Hornets was balling. LaMelo Ball looked like an all-star right now. Mikel Bridges having a nice season over there in the Hornets. You got those guys, the Toronto Raptors, OG Anobi, having an all-star caliber season. The Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns are the top two seeds in the Western Conference. Who saw that coming? And you got Everybody. I know, I know. And you got the Chicago Bulls, one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, you know. So I'll bring it up to you, to you guys. Like, all right, so no. What's the most surprising storyline in the NBA for you right now? Surprising? Man, it's wild because a lot of these, I kind of called it before the season started. Because I knew That's Phoenix was going to be out. back at top. I knew, actually, the Warriors. I think the most surprising thing to me, because without, with, without Clay, but they don't. It's not a team. It's not a team like the past. Like they, have, they, you know, they don't have. A, it's not a lot of vets there like it used to be, where they used to have like Igadawa, Draymond, Livingston. Like they used to have a lot of vets. Now it's a lot of, you know, the Warriors are known for drafting well. You have Jordan Poole. You have a really good pickup in Gary Payton II, who is hooping. Like, Buddy is hooping. So, I think a lot of people didn't expect the Warriors to be number two, if not even in the playoff contention. So, really, the Warriors, that's the biggest shock to me because yeah. you don't have a – they're playing. They're pretty much playing a lot of small balls. Don't have a lot of big guys in the starting five. Um, James Wiseman's not in. He's still injured. He's in the G League right now. So, yeah, everyone just thought it was going to be like last season where they were just terrible because they were really bad last season. And now they're second in the West. I'll say this much. I knew the Warriors were not going to be terrible for the simple fact that they got bench stuff. Now they got Otto Porter Jr., Nemanja Bicevic, uh Biesha, I don't know how to say the dude's name. Uh, I know he's European. His <laughs> initials is MB. They brought back Andre Iguodala, Jordan Poole, another year of development. He's looking like, you know, one a camp for a most approved player. I'm most sure when Clay come back, he's gonna be in the run for six man the year if he could keep this up. You know, so they got Jada Kuminga, aka Killmonger, on the bench. Like the Warriors, like they they got so much bench depth now. Not to mention Gary Payton the second GP two, who's a guy that gives you great energy and defense off the bench. So I knew that they were not necessarily going to be as bad they were last year due to like the pieces that they added. But I think that they would be top of the top two in the Western Conference type of good, you know. So that definitely caught me by surprise. What about you, Don? Um. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to say um, the Suns and the Warriors because I both counted them out um, leading into the season. So, rather surprised that they're sitting atop. Um, I will say I'm. I, w- I won't say I'm shocked by the Sixers uh, by the Lakers, but I don't know. I mean, we all said that they were like this team was not going to be it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, something's got to go, and they I got think no shooters. Yeah, so like this would be a cool team back yeah. in 2012. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, bringing in box seats and ticket sales and seeing all the highlights, but now it's like nobody can really move. 
your team is played with but veterans who are like not good role players in their lives right now. So it's yeah. I don't know. Something's got to give, and I think Westbrook has to go. I was surprised. Yeah, that I think a lot of people it. wrote off because they're like a tag team of role players. You said you're surprised. No, I said a lot of other people. I feel like a lot of other people were surprised by the Warriors because they're like a team of ragtag. I guess you would say. Role yeah, yeah, players. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, they went back to their 2015 blueprint. Yeah, because I mean that blueprint okay. works. You have Steph Curry who can literally make any shot. All you need is Draymond still there. He'll still get you the boards. They all they really need if James Wiseman was healthy, which I mean they're still good now, but a healthy James Wiseman plus Clay Thompson, basically just a younger version of the 2015 team, just yeah. younger. Yeah, but um, I'll say because I I know I led into this you know during the call opener, but I think Steph Curry is possibly the league MVP right now. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, she should. Yeah, yeah. What they're uh, they're twenty and four. Right? I don't see. I don't really see yeah. anybody else taking that. Yeah, I so I think it's unanimous. Yeah, yeah. I like, think yeah, Steph Curry yeah. at this every point he's definitely. The I think the only be. other one, the only other person. Yeah, I would. I can't think. I, of I, I would. I would say it because he's balling, but the team record is. Just, it's not there, which well, I'm kind of surprised at you, Donnie, because you was talking how the Philadelphia 76 were top going to be top three in the Eastern Conference, and all no, that. I, I started said top five. Now nah, we got to roll back the tape. You definitely yeah, said yeah. it'd be like a three seed. Yeah, and then we had a discussion. Realistically, I brought it down to top five. I mean, but what are your sub? What are your assessments? What are your assessments? Um, right I, I, I know a lot of people are going to be quick to say, oh, see what happens when they don't have Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons wasn't the case. Um, Embiid missed three weeks, three, two weeks due to COVID, and we just saw a slide, and we just couldn't get out of it, um, which is weird because, I mean, LeBron had COVID supposedly and was back by the week was over. So I, I don't know the type of regimen he has going on, but um, Tyrese Maxson needs to hook up Joel and B with uh, Rich Paul and get that uh, secret diet. But um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just. Since Embiid's been back, I, I think we won the last three. We're on a three win streak. Um, Three, uh, 13 and 11, sitting at seventh place, uh, third in the, uh, our division. It, it's it's looking like things are starting to look up again. It, it just shows how much that this team, like how much uh, Embiid is the heart and soul of like that team and stuff like that. So it, I, I'm just a little mad that Tyrese Maxey is kind of taking like a back seat. His numbers have started to drop. But um, I mean that that was going to be a given once Embiid came back. So I, I just hope that he continues to produce. I hear you. Okay, but as for me, as I'm chewing my Mike and Ice here, this episode is not sponsored by Mike and Ice just yet. But Mike and Ice, y'all want to sponsor us? We'll definitely take the bag. But um, my. 
most of the positive storylines in the NBA this season, and not so much a team, but certain players. Mikhail Bridges from the shot. No, Miles Bridges. Excuse me, Miles Bridges from the Charlotte Hornets. Another day we like season. No, no uh, yeah, I'm thinking. I, yeah, I always I get those two. Uh, yeah, the Phoenix Suns. I get those two mixed up. Yeah, Mikhail Bridges is the one for the Phoenix Suns. Miles Bridges is the one that could dunk it and shit. He's on the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. That dude's like a human highlight for <laughs> No. That dude's averaging over 20 points per game. He definitely has to be considered for the NBA's most approved player because what a jump. Either statistically he gets better each year, but I never thought he would take the jump. He'd be like a go-to scorer. And the yeah. same for and the same for OG Anubia down in Toronto. Like I thought that you know Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet would be like the top two scores, but this dude is also, although I believe he's hurt right now, but he's averaged over 20 plus. So I think that you know, like these young guys, you know, taking the next steps in their career, going from like guys that you think would be like glue guys, role players, you know, to like being like borderline all-star caliber players. I think that that's the most surprising thing that I've seen in NBA thus far, as well as the Damian Damian Little his struggles with the Portland Trailblazers because he, he hasn't been up to one of the best of starts by his standards, but then again he is on on the wrong side of thirty. He's over the thirty hill, and um, seems like the Blazers has kind of plateaued at the team. You know, the ceiling between Damian C.J. McCollum, although. They're an exceptional backcourt. It's been proved that you're not going to win with those guys. You know, so they just let go and, of the GM. Yeah, it's it's not no knock against him. Or, like, it's just sometimes things don't fit. But, I mean, it's even more crazy as to why he wants Ben Simmons. Yeah, let's talk about that. If, if Ben Simmons goes to Portland, is it, I mean, like, in a straight-up – Deal between the Blazers, or do you think there's a third team that has to come into play? Because it seems like it'd be a CJ McCollum, Ben Simmons um, swap. I mean, that's the only way I see it. That I mean, both teams get what they want. Um, Portland, but, but are Philly any better with CJ McCollum? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't know why I was thinking of that. Um. Yeah. We get we get a second option. Um. Because obviously, uh, but he's I, undersized. It's still great for a shooting guard. Is okay. I mean, as a two guard to be, nah, to be a two guard right now in the NBA and being short, that that's not gonna rock. I mean, we know Clay Thompson's like what well, still like what six four, six five. Yeah, I think yeah. Clay is still tall. Like a lot of wings nowadays are really tall. So CJ McCollum, that's uh, you know, he's it's still spot. Not, it's definitely not when you gotta. This sounds like ASMR shit, so I got I gotta mute my mic. But um, I just want to get this out before I do though, especially when you gotta go up against Zach Levine, who's a bucket. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero's a bucket, right? Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Tyler a bucket. Hero's a bucket. Um, <laughs> he's like, uh, let's go he, off on that. He's averaging over twenty. Hero's having that's a quietest, wait, wait, He's averaging over twenty. That's the quietest 20 average I've ever heard. No one is talking about this man averaging 20. He's a bucket. <laughs> He's a bucket. That's the, I mean, I mean, it is, I, mean is, I mean, I mean, NBA media, traditional ESPN, they do this. They highlight the certain players. Like, they always are on LaMelo, Le- LeBron, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like I was about to say, Miles Bridges, 
I think one night he dropped like 40 and seven and eight and no, or he dropped some ridiculous stat line and no one said nothing. Like he, he dropped plays a body five, though. He plays two. a shot. That's why. He plays a yeah, shot, and then like even with Tyler Hero, one game Tyler dropped like thirty-two, or I, I don't want to. He dropped, he he dropped a lot, and no one said nothing. I'm because I'm thinking like because last season after the bubble, everyone was saying that Tyler Hero like was washed because he wasn't playing the way he did in the bubble, and so everyone kind of forgot that he played on the Heat. And now this mm-hmm. year, like you just said, I didn't even know he was averaging twenty. Like, 20, that's the quietest point, 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 I think he'll work his way back into basketball shape. And I'm also that Kyrie Irving will be back in time for the play. Cause I think that mandate is not going to be in effect that much longer. Oh, I'll stand by that. I'm going to be honest. Totally forgot about that dude. You got Trey Young, who's a bucket. So basically, it's like, okay, if you bring a CJ McCollum, yeah, he going to score points, but he going to give up just as money. You know, so like, how are you any, any better with him? I mean, how are we any bad without him? I mean, we we need a, a does, certifi- we need a certified scorer. We we need an all star veteran uh, type. He's not an all. Well, he's a he should have been an all star, but he yeah. never made an all star team. Veteran type. Um, we we just need somebody to take. Kind of... Who the fuck calling me? Um, we need somebody to take off the uh, the heat from um. Is that NBA. the sneaky link? No, I don't fucking do that. Let's fuck, I'm in the high school. <laughs> I mean, just tell them both. Look, we're not exclusive. So, but um, I, I I honestly don't see anybody like I don't. At this point, I'm ready to ship Ben Simmons off for the delivery driver. Like we just we just need to get this man off the team. And stop wasting our money. <laughs> no, a delivery driver. Yeah, like I'm. I'm at this point. I'm fed up. Like I, I, I couldn't be a GM because the next person that called me and say, "Hey, do you want this this overseas kid for Benson?" But like, yes, absolutely. See, that's that. That's just the Pisces that you talking. So no, I mean it's 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 over. Like let's. I said the Pisces. Let this man yeah, go. because that's that's an emotional decision. Like. You can't mix emotion with you because yeah, I mean it's, it's. But I'll just just exhausting. to just to wrap it. I just think that you could get better for Ben Simmons to CJ McCollum. Like so, who, who would be better? You, if you gotta get rid of Ben Simmons, you need a guard that can capable of scoring, but also can hold his own on the defensive end. And the problem is, there's not many of those would, guys left in the league. I would say if you get it. Because I think we talked about it earlier, the NBA has an influx of guards. I mean, you have, tie, you have you get rid of Ben Simmons. If I was a GM, um, I played the 2K GM simulation, and I know that's not what a real GM does. But really, with the way the G League is looking, really you can get rid of Ben Simmons, get some draft picks out of him. for Because, I mean, the next group of hoopers, you're going to want some draft picks in the next, like, two, three drafts, most likely. Yeah. So I got, get some I think, draft picks. I think I got a good trade now. I think, 
I think I got a good trade. Um, ben Simmons has Minnesota Timberwolves for Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, and a first round pick. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're not gonna give up the first round pick. I'm gonna see right now, they're not giving up that first round pick. They would, like, they would want the no. uh. Russell, but um, I mean, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Edwards. That's a solid bitch, and you still get to keep D'Angelo Russell. They're not gonna let go of D'Angelo Russell either. No, they don't have to in this scenario. I just said Patrick Berry, who gives you like he could defend, and then you get Michael um, Malik Beasley, who's capable of scoring. He averaged like about 20 points per game last year, you know. I mean, they're they're gonna want Russell. I don't think they're coming off the uh, first rounder. I'm sorry. I think the Timberwolves are not coming off. They're not giving away that uh, first rounder so easy. Yeah. All right. But do you like the deal, though, Donnie? I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, like you said, uh, Patrick Beverly is a good defender there. One of the uh, the best in the league. And uh, Philippe Beasley, like, we need a scorer that's pure, pure and simple. Like, uh, but I, I don't hate. I don't hate it. Like I actually like that trade. Okay, cool. All right, so let's go to our last segment, the fourth quarter. We changed the name of it from the two minute drill because we won't go past two minutes. So I'm gonna ask a few rapid fire questions. All right. Sure. Yeah. So first one, Lamar Jackson. Like I said, been having a string of bad games. The Ravens have scored less than twenty points in the past five games. Had the NFL figured out Lamar Jackson? Yes or no? Maybe. I think so. Give it time. I'll say that they they just need to get like a new offensive coordinator and fix the offensive line. Yeah, I mean so. you you can't run on him alone. Like eventually, it's going to get um tiring, and people will figure it out. I say give it time, but yeah, yeah, they're starting to. Okay, now next question: Los Angeles Lakers currently twelve or twelve six in the Western Conference. Will the Lakers are will the Lakers <laughs> Be a top four team by the end of the season. No, they'll be no. a playing team. Playing, but the thing, the thing with the Lakers, their game plan now isn't let's be number one, let's let's be top five. Exactly. They just need to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Because the thing is, the Lakers, LeBron in the playoffs, we all know is a different type of animal. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers now just even if they barely squeeze in by having a playing game. They're just focused on getting to the playoffs, but I don't see them being. In well, the LeBron, season, you I, have a chance. So, I honestly don't think they're going to make the finals. That's been my prediction all no. year. I don't no. care for the Carmelo Russell. It doesn't matter. Like, no. They'll probably break, maybe barely, luckily, get out of the first round, but they're definitely getting killed in the second. Yeah. We all talk no. about this sport. We all talk about this sport very often, but. The MLB is currently under a work stoppage as of December 2nd. Do you think this work stoppage will have any long-term ramifications for the league going forward? Well, is it I know their lockout, I know fairly like their lockout is about what the contract between players and teams about yeah, money. it expired. Yeah. Um cause that's cause that's for real. Like, MLB, MLB like money is guaranteed. Yeah, like, they get yeah, and, bank. Hey, no, them checks, they be like 300 mil. <laughs> Corey Seager just got 300 mil to the Texas Rangers. What? But see, the thing is, MLB players, yo, imagine being the owner, you have to cough up 300 mil. 
just to one person. I mean, that's I like, like how how can you justify that? Like, I know as a Yankee <laughs> fan, as a Yankee fan, shit. If Corey Seager get three hundred, I could just imagine what you go get someone like an Aaron Judge, even though he's injury prone. But still. yo, yeah. I mean, I get why because I don't that's think the revenue. I don't need the revenue. I don't know. I don't know their metrics, but mm-hmm. someone's got to pay the three hundred mil. And there's a lot like the NBA. I think is the most watched sport now in America, but then you have soccer in the world. So it's like those contracts are like he like Liddell said they're guaranteed. So that three hundred mil yeah. comes from someone. Being <laughs> guaranteed three hundred to hit a bro. Bro, this there's some dudes that still get paid and they haven't even played in the like Jacoby Ellsbury used to play for the Yankees. Yo, imagine still driving in your contract is a smooth hundred fifty million. You just, like you don't even have you're to just hit the ball that well. Like all you have to do is like make bro. a couple of good hits. The time you yeah, bat like one eighty two hundred. You straight? Like, you bat still get paid. Even right. they release you, you still get paid. You right. Technically, don't have to be in shape. Like shit. Exactly. All you got to do is do that, that, That's the thing about baseball I never understood. There'd be the biggest dudes just chilling. Like, how did Yo. he – he didn't pass weight training. He didn't pass like, – uh, I mean, hit the ball far enough, you don't have to run that fast. Like, my guy, Prince Fielder, I love Prince Fielder. He used to play for the Milwaukee Brewers and the Detroit Tigers back in the day. But he was one of the most overweight players in the league. But the dude would always hit, like, 40 home runs. Why is there conditioning then? Why? Because in high school they will always make us do conditioning. It's like, dog, there's there's dudes in the MLB that are bigger than my dad, and Dude. they just chilling, running, hit, like, hit bro, the ball bro. right at the right position and far enough. You don't have to yeah. run that fast to get to the base. <laughs> now, you can be a designated hitter. Your your sole job is to just go on and hit. No, that's it. That's easy. John Carlos stand. John Carlos stand. That's all you gotta do is just hit. Is it too late to get into baseball? Hit a home run, and that's it. Where? All right, cool. Man, Tim Tebow got to it at like 30-plus, bro, 32. So you still, <laughs> still got a shot you wanted. All right, last question. Last question. This is specifically for Dottie. But what is up with you in these clubhouse um, joints that you be on, bro? Yo. You're still on clubhouse? This no, man be in the weirdest group, bro. It's Twitter spaces. Don't don't be in the moaning Twitter spaces, bro. If I catch <laughs> what? you. <I'll> <laughs> That's why I brought this up because he that's was. why he brought it up. We was literally talking about that before you got on <laughs> for a PS5. So hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, my girl not gonna watch this episode, but it's a PS5. Like, hear me out. So it, it was the these PS5. guys having this contest in this Twitter space, and they were moaning for a PS5 being hosted by this girl. That shit was so funny. <laughs> There's no way. But um, no way. it. I I you think the Twitter space is as like... as podcasts. Like they're just. It, it allows me to get a better view of other people around me, like in our community and stuff like that. It's it's yeah. normally hosted by yeah. black people. Martin Luther King is so proud. I lied. Yes. That was not my, I lied. I lied. That was not my last question. My last question is this. So, Donovan, how long would you in that group listen to grown men moan for a PS5? And were you one or two minutes? Oh. One or two minutes, because that shit was funny. <laughs> this man was like, yo, I stayed for a whole time, guys. It was like, that shit was funny, yo. 
I can't lie. I think that would I'll just be laughing. If I was really in there, I would just be dying laughing. A, a lot of people were laughing. Like there was a lot of people, but there's some people taking yeah. this shit dead ass. Apparently, like you it's hard for a PS5. It is hard, but like imagine a moment in front of other grown ass men. But yeah, I mean, it, it allows me to get a better sense of like other people around me and get different. Uh, Martin Luther King did not die for this. Like, what? <laughs> man, Malcolm X was a better. Malcolm X was Shit, a better. Who knows? MLK probably would have been in that Twitter space moment. Who would have been the white woman Twitter space? He probably, he probably was, man. Look, That's PS5 why Malcolm is a PS5. I, I understand there, also. All right, so what would you do for a PS5, Donnie? Oh, <laughs> Says a PS5 is a PS5. I mean, you know, how well, you what just, how do you that question? What you gonna do for a PS5, bro? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's, what's, your, I what's do? your threshold limit? Like, what's your limits? I, 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 I actually don't have any limits. I don't think. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> dope, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's plug ourselves on the way out. No, no, let before this show really go out of bounds. No, let everybody know where they can find you on oh, social man. media, all that good stuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end it on Y'all that note with what you on IG. Y'all can find me on the IG, Twitter, everything, Dino Austin. Twitter space is coming soon. You know what I'm saying? Twitter space coming soon. <laughs> Shit, we need to start hosting on here. <laughs> Sure. My man Dottie nah, said he's a um, my man Dottie said he's a no limit soldier. Uh, within reason. Within <laughs> reason, man. <laughs> we know often and everything. Um, yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm not really posting content probably till next week on anything. So I'm trying to mentally prepare myself after finals, but you know, y'all gonna y'all gonna love when y'all boy graduate in the out of balance family. They gonna see, you see my yeah. kid graduate. So yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Yeah, when no graduate, we all graduate, man. That's he's, that's Tuck fan right there. So I, right, Mister No Limit Soldier, where can they find you on social down? Uh, you can find my social down that's below. Uh, I got a couple uh, of got a couple of projects coming nah, up. Nah, nah. I I hit the skate park today. Um. To do a project, so I'm okay, excited about that. Part. Yeah, there, there was black people there. If you're asking, let me hit the skate park. Wait, wait, yeah, I had to say. Wait, you know me. Think, I'm with Donald. Do think, skateboard. Do you think? Thank I, you. Do you think I think black people that want to mention that that some of us don't? I don't know. Anytime I mention something that seems even slightly white, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> It's wild because Liddell says nothing while I'm like, yeah, I went, I go surfing. Perfectly fine. <laughs> Donovan <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I don't see juice one time and suddenly This motherfucker is black and surfing and you're talking about me saying wild shit. My bro, man, I'm so proud. Taking waves ago, and shit like that. Three, no, three weeks ago, you said that you feel much safer being in a community filled with white people than your own kind. So, of course, Whoa, I'm gonna be I on. never said no you shit. Said like that you said that shit. You definitely I said that shit. I never say no shit like you that. definitely said that shit. What the hell are you talking about? I, I've got to look with no HBCU. Marie, Marie. <laughs> now, welcome. Marie, my love, Marie, the lovely Marie. 
because you know I always have you put together our clips every now and then. I'm gonna send you the clips. I want you to go through it. And you find me a clip of this please, man saying that please. he feels more safe of being in a community with please than his own kind. And we're gonna discuss that next episode. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I ain't never seen no shit like that. You definitely did, bro. You definitely did. Or maybe wait, uh, wait, or maybe you just no, no, don't, don't backtrack, Marie. You definitely said it though. Hit me up. Don't hit him up. (laughs) Marie, all right, you know what to do, girl. You can find me at the Delta Fashion Easter. I'm also the Mario and the True Open Coach IG page. So, you want to hit us up with event inquiries, have us come up to cover your events. We got you on that. You want to hit us up for interviews, you know, sponsorship, um, uh, potential sponsorships, you know, collaborations, you know, all that good shit. I don't want that you reach out to on that platform. But, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 28 of the Out of Balance podcast. If you enjoyed this week's edition, then please leave a like on this video. If you're new here, you know, hit that subscribe button. You know, we appreciate, you know, add you got to Tuck family. We have other great content. We got Tuck Talk. We got the gaming chair. We got our Tuck Talk interview series, which is totally different from like the regular Tuck Talk podcast. We got Next Up. We got Under the Radar. You know, we got Off the Racks, headed by our man, No Austin. We got plenty of new content coming. In the early part of 2022, as we rebrand True Emma Culture into Culture 7. More on those details later on before the end of the year. But um, that's what's all, all the store for you guys in the near future. But we hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. Check out all of our other content at website tuckmag.net. Here in the Tuck Podcast Network YouTube channel over Spotify, you know, Google Podcasts, iHeart Radio, all that good shit where podcasts are available. Find out the Tuck Podcast Network. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, just remember that we love you guys. We thank you guys for your support. And hail Hydra. <laughs>